The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, of a member of the Wells on March 4, 2012, based on Mark 8, verses 31 through 38. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit strengthens us with our Savior Jesus Christ is the gospel for today, Mark 8, verses 31 through 38. Please listen again to verse 34. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. In this world, you will have trouble, Jesus said to his disciples on the night he was betrayed. And he wasn't just talking about those eleven. He was talking about his disciples of, uh, until the end of time. He was talking to you and me, dear friends. In this world, you will have trouble. In this world, you will bear the cross. Our society wouldn't count that as too good of a recruitment slogan. It doesn't have the same ring as be all that you can be or aim high or the few, the proud, the marines. And yet Jesus is clear throughout his ministry that following him is not the easy life. Early on he said, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Matthew 8. And then in Matthew 10, he says, All men will hate you because of me. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. And just look at Jesus' own life or look at the experiences of the apostles later on and you see just how true those words are. Now, Jesus talks about these troubles for our life on earth. Not simply because he's being realistic or warning us not to get our expectations too high. He's actually promising us troubles as a good thing. Think of how he closes the Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 when he says, Blessed, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil about you because of me. Our crosses are blessings. So take up your cross, dear friends. Take up your cross by denying yourself so that you are driven to Christ's cross. That's our theme and parts here this morning. May the Holy Spirit, through the word and sacrament today, lead us to take up our cross by denying ourselves, and to take up our cross so that we are driven to Christ's cross. In the text here, Jesus talks about denying ourselves. He says, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself. Now, what does that mean to deny yourself? Especially during Lent, people will talk about denying themselves a certain kind of food or pleasure or luxury. Even fasting has come back into vogue. But we don't have the time here to 
talk about the benefits or dangers of those customs because that's not what Jesus is talking about. Notice he doesn't say, deny yourself this or that thing. No, he says, deny yourself, period. Give up on yourself. Deny yourself, he says. He's not talking about giving up this or that thing for a period of time or even for the rest of our our lives. He's talking about giving up our very selves. Deny yourself. And that comes out very clearly as we keep on reading and notice what Jesus says. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. He's not talking about this or that thing, is is he? He's talking about our very life, our very soul. And yet, isn't that an inborn desire to put ourselves first, to put our interests first, that that instinct, that natural instinct of self-preservation, that I've got to look out for myself, and yet Jesus says here, deny yourself. Deny your very self. Deny your inborn wants and your inborn way of thinking and your inborn desire. Because to follow that, means to lose everything. Your soul, your life, everything. And so Jesus says, deny yourself. Deny that desire to put yourself first. For whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. And if you think about it, Even if by putting ourselves first, we could gain the whole world, all its riches, pleasures, all its influence and fame, is it really worth it? As Jesus says, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet forfeit his soul? And so why would we want to do this and only to hold on to that limited portion of this world that we claim as our own? Rather, deny yourself. And when Jesus talks about what we can give in exchange for our souls, he's not talking about some sort of occult contract or deal with the devil or Faustian bargain. He's talking about our day-to-day decisions. Do our choices in life deny ourselves or do they exchange our soul for the convenience of the moment? Do our choices, are they crafted so that we can fit in with the crowds of this world so that we don't have to face the ridicule or have to face the shame of following Jesus too closely? Do we deny ourselves? Or do we make those kind of choices that exchange our souls for whatever this world is currently offering? Now, how does this denial of self show up in our our lives? Well, when we deny our selfish desires, that means we put the best interest of others before our own. And isn't that the essence of loving our neighbor as ourself? Isn't that what God gives us to do when he gives us our different roles in life as parent or child, as husband or wife, as, as a student or, or worker, as citizen and, and church member? Isn't he giving us those different roles so that 
we place aside our own selfish interest and place forward our spouse, our family, our job, our community, our, our, our country, our, our congregation. And, and yet, notice how Jesus phrases this, that this, as we, even do, as we do that, this is to be a denial of ourself, of our inner wants and desires, which means, as he says here, that we are to do it for him and for the gospel. Remember, that's what he said about we, whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. When you place others before yourself, don't do it so that others praise you for your self-sacrifice or so that others will count you as a good person because that's not denying ourselves. That's rather indulging those desires for praise and credit and, and thanks. Rather do it because of Christ who sacrificed himself for you. Do it because of the gospel that brings you the good news of eternal life as a free gift through faith alone, faith in Jesus who died for you and rose on the third day just as he promised in the words that he spoke right before these. But won't the world take advantage of me? If I do that, if I don't place myself first, won't the world ridicule me as a, a naive pushover? Won't they try to make me feel ashamed for following Jesus? Yes, the world will try to do that. But that's the cross. Take up your cross as you deny yourself, as you deny those selfish desires and put the best interest of others forward. And yet the cross, dear friends, the cross goes much deeper into our souls as well. We've talked about the cross that comes as we deny ourselves and put and love our neighbor as ourself here. But there are deeper desires in our soul that want to make ourselves right with God, that want to say face before Him, that want to be like God on our own terms, not his terms, that want his ways to be understandable and make sense to us and meet our own standards. And when Jesus says, deny yourself, he's talking about denying those kinds of desires as well. That look into ourself to make ourselves right with God. For to follow those kinds of desires is the opposite of loving God with all our heart, soul, and mind. It's the opposite of fearing, loving, and trusting God above all things. And as we deny that natural way of thinking, as we deny those desires to make a deal with God on our own terms, that brings with it crosses. Crosses like this. When something tragic happens, a loss of a loved one, we want to cry out and challenge God and ask why. Or if a loved one lingers on in, in suffering and pain, we also ask why. Why doesn't he take them sooner? Or when disaster strikes, both the good and the bad, and sometimes it can strike very close to home, we again ask why. Or when we see churches that faithfully teach God's word struggling to survive while others that let anything go prosper, 
We ask, why God? Aren't you in control? Don't you care? What a cross as we struggle with that question, why God? And then there's the accusations that Satan accuses us with when, you know, those past sins creep back into our conscience to trouble us, especially when some hardship hits our life and we begin to think, is God getting back at me? Is is he giving me my due for the wrong I've done? And sometimes it doesn't even take a hardship to bring those thoughts to mind. Just the silent quiet of the night can lead to Satan's accusation, do you really think God wants you as his child? And then there's that cross of daily realizing just what a sinner I am. That I am by nature nothing but dust and ashes. That even at the very beginning of my life I was already filled with evil desires, empty of all good, unable to rescue myself. Surely I've been sinful from birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. The good I want to do I don't, and the evil I don't want to do that I keep on doing. How wretched I am, and how devastating that truth is as it hits my soul day after day. What a cross. And you, dear friends, like me, You and I, we do not have the strength to bear up under that cross, any of those crosses. Those crosses will crush and destroy us if we dig down deep inside and grit our teeth and and, uh, muster whatever strength we have to bear up underneath them. Those crosses will crush us, for you don't have that strength. And you heard me correctly. You and I don't have that strength in us. And that's why Jesus says, deny yourself. Deny your own power and strength to do it. And that's why our crosses are such great blessings. For since I cannot bear my cross, I don't have the strength. It drives me to Christ's cross. Deny your own inward strength and power and run to Christ's cross. Cling to Him alone. That's what it means to take up our cross. To, that's how we take up our cross and follow Jesus. By running to Him and His cross. And so let's think about those crosses I had talked about earlier, those internal crosses that that crushed our soul as we ask why God or struggle with our sins and sinfulness. When your soul wants to cry out, does God really care? Run to Christ's cross and see that he did not spare his own son. He did not spare him any pain or agony or punishment. Rather, he forsook him abandoned him, left him there on that cross in the agony of all the sins of the world. He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Romans 8. Yes, he does care for you. And so when hardship or loss or heartache strike, can they erase what God has already done for you at the cross? Of course not. And so even as my soul cries out, Why God? 
Christ's cross quiets my cry. As Jesus says, you don't need to know why. All you need to know is that I love you and will shepherd you through even the darkest valleys of life. No one can snatch you out of my hand. Nothing can separate you from my love. And when Satan's accusations come and try to convince you that your sins are unforgivable, run to Christ's cross. There you see that Jesus is great. Yes, as great as our sins may be, Jesus is greater, for he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Look and see him, the Lamb, who was sacrificed for you, for all of your sins. Because if it says the sins of the world, that must include every last one of your sins. The big and the small, those you know of and those you are unaware of, those you have already committed and those that still lie in the future. Every one, every last one of your sins. Lay it on Jesus, nailed to that cross, forgiven in the blood of Christ. And he wants you to know this beyond all doubt. And so he gives you his body to eat and his blood to drink so that you remember that he died for you. And that same Jesus who died for you on that cross is now seated at God's right hand, interceding For you, Satan's accusations do not stand a chance. And so also, as that daily realization comes to me that I am a sinner, as I bear that cross, recognizing just how helpless and rebellious I am by nature, again, look at Christ's cross. While we were still God's enemies. Christ died for us. You just heard that again in the the, the, the second lesson from Romans 5. It said, at just the right time, while we were still helpless, Christ died for us. uh, God demonstrated his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And since he did that for you and me, while we were still his rebellious enemies, how much more can't you be confident and sure that now, reconciled to God through Christ's blood, now that you are his child through faith in Jesus, he is certainly there, no matter what the cross may be. So take up your cross by denying your own power and strength and running to Christ's cross and clinging to him alone. Maybe one way we can picture this is is to think of our crosses sort of like a a sheepdog. Remember how, how dogs and wolves are closely related? And I would guess, as that sheep feels or senses that dog behind it, nipping at it, there is a great deal of, of fear and anxiety in that sheep. Just like what we feel when crosses weigh down on us. But that sheepdog is under the command of the shepherd. And all that seeming fierceness is meant to keep the sheep close to the shepherd. Just like our crosses. 
take up your cross so that you are driven to Christ's cross. That's why our crosses are such great blessings. That's why you heard Paul say in Romans 5 that we rejoice in our suffering. Take up your cross as you deny yourself, denying your own power and strength, denying your inborn natural thoughts, wants, and desires, and cling only to Christ and His cross. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.